Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at network security using Syslog. We'll be discussing an introduction to Syslog, Syslog operations. We're going to look at that Syslog message format, Syslog facilities. We're going to configure Syslog timestamps. Then we're going to talk about different Syslog systems. And finally, we'll look at Syslog configuration. This episode is part of my series on network security. I'm Kevin here at KevTechify. Let's get this adventure started. The most common method of accessing system messages is to use a protocol called syslog. Now, the syslog is a term used to describe a standard. It is also used to describe the protocol here developed for that standard. So it's the standard and it's the protocol. Many networking devices support syslog, including routers, switches, application servers, firewalls, and other network appliances. The syslog protocol allows networking devices to send their system messages across the network to syslog servers. We have a router here. This router will send its system messages to the syslog server. Same thing with the switch. We'll send it to the syslog server. The syslog server collects that data and then it can you can look at that, you can pull it up, you can monitor that either on demand or you can have the system real-time monitor and if there's a problem, it can notify you. The syslogging service here provides three primary functions. The first one here is the gather logging information for monitoring and troubleshooting. So it's a collection point. All of your devices will send it to one syslog server. All of that data will be in one location for you to look at. The second one here is you get to select the type of information being captured. Now, do we want to collect all the information, only errors, only warnings? Do we want to collect informational updates? Up to you. And then finally, we can specify destinations of the captured syslog messages. Once again, you can send it to a certain server. On Cisco networking devices, the syslog protocol starts by sending system messages and debug output to a local process that is internal to the device. How the logging process manages these messages and output is based on your device configurations. Now here in the diagram, we have popular destinations here for syslog messages. The first one here is the logging buffer. Now this is the RAM inside a router or a switch. The second one we have here is the console line. This is that console out. So you have to have another device connected to that, connected to that console connection to look at those. Then we have a terminal line server, very similar to that console connection, how it's set up, or they can send it to a syslog server, a server specifically set up to, to collect those, that information. Now it is possible to remotely monitor system messages by viewing the logs on a syslog server or by accessing the device through Telnet SSH or through the console port. Cisco devices produce syslog message as a result of networking events. Syslog messages contains a severity level and a facility. The smaller the numerical levels here are, the more critical the syslog alarms are. Once again, the lower the number, the more critical the syslog alarms are. Here's the list. 
there's eight levels, zero to seven of Cisco syslog messages. The level seven is the less severe. So it's basically debug information. And anytime the debug trigger goes off, it will send a message. These, this can be from forming adjacencies, setting an IP address, saving a configuration. This is typically when you're trying to figure out what problem is going on. You normally don't want your debug information all being saved because that's just gonna generate a lot of traffic. Then we have informational. This is like, hey, I renewed my IP address or the adjacency came up. We have a notification. It's normal, but you need to pay attention to this. Then we get level four here. It's a warning message saying, the system's still working, but this is gonna cause you a problem. Level three, this is where we start getting bad. This is an actual error. Something bad has happened on there. Level two is critical. If you don't fix this very shortly, your system may go down. Your network may go down. Level one right here, if you don't fix it, nothing's getting across your network. You need to do that. You need to drop everything you're doing, go and take care of this error message. And finally, we have level zero. This is an emergency. Your system is down. You cannot use it. So the lower the number, the more severe it is. Three is when you start getting panicked. So right here, this is when you are starting to have problems on your network. Four and above, these are just gonna be, something's happening on your system, but it's still operating. Three and below, this is where bad stuff is happening on your network. If you like this episode on network security using Syslog and you get value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. Doing this supports the channel, which in turn helps me bring you more great content. Click that notification bell to turn on notifications to be alerted every time I release a new episode. And there are a lot more episodes headed your way. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all my details and how to get these episodes in video or podcast form. Syslog facilities are service identifiers that identify and categorize systems state data for error and event message reporting. Now, the logging facility options that are available for, for devices are specific to that device. By default, the format of your syslog messages here in the Cisco operating system, we have the facility. This is the general category that this air belongs to. Then we have the severity. This is that scale of eight, seven to zero. The lower, the more drastic, the more critical that air is. Then we have the mnemonic, something that will help us identify um, what the actual air is. And then we have a description after it. So here's an example. We have the facility here is the link. So it's dealing with the links here. We have a severity of three. Once again, the level three here is this is an error. So something bad has happened or a major change has happened. What we're looking at is up down. Up down means did our interface go up or down? Here's a description. So the interface port channel one so we're looking at port channel one. It has changed to state up. 
Well, not all air level three messages are bad. This is good saying, hey, it there's a major system change, something functionally changed on our router. This is a good one. The port channel went up. By default, log messages are not timestamped. So by default, there is no timestamps here. Log messages should be timestamped. That way, when they are sent to another destination, such as your syslog server, there's a record of when the message was generated. So we can start seeing this went down, that caused this other interface to go down. And so you can start comparing multiple devices to each other. Right here is an example. So we, we went into our interface, we did a shutdown. It's going to give us a message here saying that gig zero zero change state to administratively down. Notice there is no time associated with that. Let's go in, let's the command to turn on timestamps here for your log messages is a service, service timestamps log daytime. So service timestamps we're turning on the timestamps here for log and we want date and time associated with it. Okay, we go back into our G00 interface. We do a no shutdown, we activate that interface. Now we get the message saying, hey, gig 00, it changed state to down. Now it went back up and our line protocols. Now look at the beginning of the line though. At the beginning of the line, we now have a date and time of when this happened. So we have the month, the day, we have the hour, minute, and even second on when this happened. So now we can start comparing between devices. Syslog implementations always contain two types of systems. First, we have the syslog server. Right here in our diagram, we have a syslog server, or some people call it the log host. Now, the, these are systems that accept and process log messages from syslog clients. So this is the central collection point of all that data. Then there's typically some sort of data retrieval for those logs and even a filtering process to go with those logs. Then we have our syslog clients. Now, routers and other types of equipment here that generate and forward log messages to the, the syslog server. What we have here, is we have a number of servers. We have a mail server. We have a public web server. These will all send messages to our syslog server. We have the syslog client. We can set that up to send messages to our syslog server, along with our FTP server, other users. We can go ahead and configure all those clients to send data there. Now, the topology here identifies the syslog server at our 10.2.2.6 address. The rest of the servers and devices, they can be configured at. What you do is you go into the syslog configuration and you specify this address as a syslog server and it will send those syslog messages to the server. To configure system logging, there's a couple steps we have to do. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take R1 from our previous network, so we are on R1. What we're gonna do here is we're gonna set the destination of our log host, the IP address of our log host. We do that by here in global configuration mode, put logging and then the IP address of our syslog server. What we'll do here is this is where we'll send any of our messages. Notice we get a 
um, system update here saying logging to host 10.226 on port 514 started. What we do next is we have a couple of optional steps. First one here is we can set the log severity or trap level using the log trap command. What this logging trap does is every time this level of information is generated, we're going to send it to our syslog server. So every time there's at least an informational notification, and that was a severity of six, so this level six here, or lower 543210, anytime a message there with a six or below is generated, it will it'll send that information to our syslog server. That is what we refer to as a logging trap. The next optional thing we can do here is set the source interface for that. And what we do here is use the logging command, source interface, and then we're gonna say, we're gonna use log, or sorry, our loopback zero for that. And the third optional thing here is we can enable logging to all enabled destinations with that logging on command. Once you've done that, you can go ahead, type exit. We'll get our system update saying that there's been a configuration here by the console. And we can, in privileged exec mode, we can do show logging. And what it's going to do here is some of the important things here is syslogging is enabled. They'll tell you how many messages and other information we have. And then we can see information about our trap logging. Once again, we set our or we set our level of messaging we're sending to the syslog server is informational. So that's once again air level or sorry, log level severity six and below, six five four three two one. We can say that we are logging to our syslog server at 10.2.2.6. We have seven message lines that have been logged. We haven't done anything that was rate limited. Rate limiting here is it only sends so many per time frame, so many messages per time frame. And right here, we can also get that our source interfaces are loopback zero. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on network security using Syslog. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel and click that notification bell. All my socials and contact information are on my website, devtechify.com. You can get all of these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on network security. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode on, of my series on network security. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.